welcome to the Unapologetic Connections podcast. We are spicing things up, having no podcast hosts, no scripts, and bearing it all completely unedited. We are a group of entrepreneurial women who believe in true, deep, unapologetic stories. Because life isn't always Instagram worthy. Life is messy, unpredictable, and can rock you to the core. It's time to unmask and show all aspects of ourselves unapologetically. Let's come together, rock this thing called life, and support the heck out of each other. Because ain't nobody got time for the mask of judgment. Get ready to connect, share, and feel the unedited love of unapologetic connections. Welcome back, Connections. My name is Melanie Dawn, and I am one of the unapologetic speakers represented by the Unapologetic Connections Agency, and I am proud to be introducing this week's episode brought to you by Nude Zoda. In addition to my work as a speaker, I am also a food freedom and body image coach, and I am excited to be bringing a topic to the table this week, a topic that has been a part of my life for as long as I remember, how to be a mess, oh. or I guess... <laughs> How do you embrace being a mess? mess. Oh, the reason this topic is so important to me is because I have been called a mess my whole life. Oh my Um, goodness, really? My whole life, yeah. I'm shocked. Me too, I can't imagine. No, No. you're so organized here. Oh my god. Mom, do you hear that? Yeah, so I I wanted to bring this topic to the table, I think, because at this point I finally embraced the fact that I'm a mess. And it's <laughs> actually so Yeah, it's actually never going to change. I fought it for so long. Actually I was thinking today and I, I remember at one point I had a guy that I was seeing, he was talking to my parents, and he said that I was like a rhinoceros. What? Sorry. So I'm I would really glad he's gone. So I would come into a room and like a rhinoceros, your tail would go all over the place, make a fucking disaster of oh everything God. I touched, and then leave the room. <laughs> and I was like, fuck, he's right. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Is he using bull in a china shop or something? I don't know. Yeah, I don't like <laughs> No, it's something with something with the rhinoceros tail that it just goes all over the place. Makes I don't know why this is tickling me yeah. so much right now. Yeah. So from the time I was like very small. And I also noticed that I do it to my boys as well. One of the boys is like neat and tidy and the other one's like we're we're making rice on the stove and somehow it ends up all over the kitchen. <laughs> like all over the kitchen. There's just no So we just call it a melon callum moment and I see my niece, my beautiful niece, turning into my disastrous mess. So I love it. I love it. It like actually warms my heart. Is it accidental? Like I'm picturing Completely. this rhino tail. Completely. So it's just, is it clumsy? Like, just... Now I'm picturing, like, rice going everywhere. Like, no! The Swedish chef! Yes. That... The Swedish oh, chef? Then, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, it's a thing. It's a thing a in my impression. house. <laughs> so I'm, I'm beginning to own my disastrous mess. It's getting easier. But I would try and hide who I was. Mm. I'm not, you come to my home and my house is a home. It's comfortable and it's a place where people feel welcome. But having house guests, I would always get so incredibly stressed out because, you know, not everything is put in its place at my house by no means. And 
I used to lose sleep over my mother-in-law and my sister-in-law coming over because I didn't want them to see this side of me that was like actually me. So I was putting on this front for the first couple of years that they came over and, and it was so stressful. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like, you know what? You come to my house. This is my home. You are so welcome here, but I'm actually also going to be me while you're in my home. Mm-hmm. And it feels so much less stressful now. Are they different as a result or are they, I mean, maybe we don't want to call them out here, but are, were they or are they judgmental? Like has anything no. changed in seeing no, 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 this no. or are they happier no. to see you in, in the messy state? I think I can just show up as I am now. I don't think it was anything ever to do with them. I was think it was self-judgment mm. because I've always heard you're a mess, you're a mess, you're such a disaster. But people don't ca- like people don't they care. Don't know. If I walk into someone's messy house, I think, oh, oh yeah. God, yeah. Yeah. I can be friends with you. Yeah. 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 Such a relief. It is. Is this a problem for you as well, Kathy? Are you a oh rhino? Oh my gosh. Are you a rhino? Are you also a rhino? A rhino. <laughs> or a Swedish chef. Um, yes. <laughs> There is a chance there's five or ten boxes in different places in my house that have things that may have been quickly cleaned away yes. before a dinner party that I Shoot. forgot about, like taxes that need to be paid or something that's going to be returned to the store that didn't. Three years later. later. Yeah. There's that kind of stuff going on, but no, no rhino comments. Well, it might happen. Well, it might. I might now call someone a rhino and ask this conversation. Yeah. Yeah. So, I totally relate to that, though, Kathy. Like, it's the when or if somebody's coming over and we actually do our business in the house as well. So there's potential yes. clients coming over. I've got speaker training people. I've got, you know, mm-hmm. uh, committee meetings. Yes. I've got podcast guests. I've got, uh, my husband has an employee that works here on occasion. We have the nanny here. There are people coming in and out of my house on a regular basis. And I feel like I spend the majority of my life hiding things. <laughs> Is that normal? Maybe it is. But, but then is I it normal? find it again. I'm like, damn it. I really needed this. I've been looking for this for You months. know where it is in your perfect mess, but when you actually put it away or stuff it away, right. you lose it. Exactly. But if it was, you know, in your perfectly imperfect mess, then, it, you know, you know, exactly you know where, where it was. is immediately. I know. I hate yeah. that. I really hope my mom is listening to this particular podcast because she's going to know what I mean when I say this and I'll try and explain it well. We have always said about my father that he doesn't believe in closets. That's like our family inside joke because once it's behind a closed door, it's like it no longer exists for him. Like it's out of his scope. No object permanence. Oh, that's That's right. Teenager. Thank you. That's That is the scientific term for what this is. And literally like clothes will just be it, it, they're folded beautifully, but they're outside of the closet instead of inside of the closet. And I think that I might have this gene. I relate totally. Yes. Like, well, I, once I close it behind something, I'm like, did that disappear? It just, it just disappeared. That's why I find drawers. I hate drawers. I would love to have my clothes on open shelves so yes. I can see everything. I do have my clothes on open shelves for this reason. Yeah. Literally. Because you know, a stack of t-shirts sits in a drawer. How do you know? I'll probably wear the top five, and I never wear the bottom 30. I don't wear even the top five, because I have forgotten. They're gone. <laughs> like, they're effectively gone. I could have donated them. They were cleaned up at Christmas two years ago. For sure. That's exactly, that. that's it. And then you look at my husband's closet. He had to move out of our, like, our walk-in closet. So now I have the whole walk-in, which is beautiful. Thing. You know, it's like bonus for me for being a little bit messy. He has this really organized set of, like, closets on the back end of our bedroom, and his t-shirts are color-coded in there. 
like white on one side, uh, gray in the middle, dark on the end. I think that that's amazing. I do too. I envy that's that. That's kind of a Dude, turn I don't want to live with just, that, but. Does it you? <laughs> no, that would be a turn on, I think. But does that ever happen to you, though? Because every Frick so no. often I do that. Every so often I get so done with yes. the piles. Me there too. are actually always piles of clean clothes. Yeah. There might be four or five laundry baskets going on in my room that I like folded. <laughs> I don't know this conversation. We just oh, had this conversation just this week, though. It's crazy. Like they go to the bed. I'm folding them. They're all folded beautiful. Yeah. And that's I'm where it gonna is. I'm going to put them away. But you don't. But then it's bedtime and I just don't want to put them Throw away. them on the floor. So I'm pretty sure I fold each load of laundry probably five or six times. And then it actually probably never gets there anyways. Like, Do you ever just look at the clean laundry and go, is this dirty? Yeah. I don't even know anymore. Or the smell, dog, smell test. The dog Start over. Lay on it too. Yeah. You should have just put it away. Yeah. Okay. Hands up, ladies. Or say something because no one can see your hands. Who leaves laundry in the dryer oh when it's gosh. done? Yes. Me. And, and then I have like, to re-dry it seven times to, like, to quote, unquote, iron it. Because oh, I don't iron. Or washing machine that it smells all musty oh. and moldy. And or you just hang it up and it's wrinkly and it's just like, oh, I guess I'm not wearing that shirt Ever. forever. again. Yeah. <laughs> or you just iron the little tiny front that the show is laser on. <laughs> or you grab one of those sweaters, sweater vest things so you can cover it. Exactly. So, yeah, that's the way it's done. <laughs> <Long sweaters. laughs> okay. Who wants to iron anymore? No. Like, really? We do. Okay. Because my husband. Oh, right. <clears throat> the color coder. The color coding ironing guy. Oh, does he have a good iron though? Do you know what? I wish I could even tell you whether it's a you quality iron. Or not. <laughs> I've never seen it. I'm not sure I purchased it. It's behind a closet. It's in a closet. She has no idea it's there. It is. It's behind a door somewhere. It's not there, Anna. It's not there. This is a really interesting analogy about my life, though. I'm just going to put this out there. Let's this, hear it. Oh, this just went into weird left field. I don't know why this is. I don't also do secrets. I don't put things behind closed doors. Is that weird? Is that a weird tangent that I just went on? Here? That is good to know. <laughs> yeah, but I don't. Like, if I feel something or know something or think no, of something, good. it's just, like, out there. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. for the most part, you know, other than seriously private stuff. Which can be messy. Which can be messy. Yeah, it probably is really messy. Anyway, I just had a weird hmm. moment of, like, self-reflection that doors. <laughs> <laughs> So kind of like your stuff's everywhere, but so is what you think. And not in yeah. a bad way everywhere, but just in like an out there for people to. It's out there. I like that. For communicating. Yeah. Connecting more. Hmm. Hmm. Do you ever feel like I when you like do it. that, do you have like those kind of like withdrawal moments or I don't know. It's like, oh man, did I have to say that or did I want to really put that out there? Do you ever have those moments? Like, do I want to withdraw the information? Yeah. <laughs> Delete, um, delete, delete, backspace, <laughs> whiteout. Um, oh, I think so. I mean, I'm a, I'm I'm a chatty person. I like communicating, and so often I'm not always thinking like basically the last five minutes of this podcast. <laughs> I don't think about what I'm going to say before I say it. I really just like channel whatever the energy is and like whoever I'm talking to and share what I feel is aligned with that conversation. So yeah, mm-hmm. probably I should withdraw a whole lot of stuff. <laughs> that last when five minutes that. It makes me think. Oftentimes, when you're sharing, you get a judge of your audience if you're face to face or what they're feeling. You're thinking, mm-hmm. ah, maybe I might take this a different direction or retract a little bit and say, well, what I actually mean. Whereas when we're here, we don't have that. We do between the four of us, but not with the greater audience. So yeah. It's oh, with the listeners, you mean? Yeah. 
oh, do they all think I'm weird? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Isn't it weird a good thing? Have we not established yeah, that? Yeah, we have. How to be weird. I'm sure that was one of our topics at I'm, some point. I'm pretty sure we did. I actually want to circle back for a second. Yeah, get us and out of here. Yeah. <laughs> circling back. <laughs> no, I was just thinking, like, you know, having been told... Like, I want to ask you guys a question. So me having been told all my life that I am a mess, I think you start, you continue to pick up evidence on being a mess. You're a mess. Mel, you're a mess. Mm -hmm. And then you start living your life that way. Like, did anybody ever tell you something in your life that you... Yes. Okay. I want to hear what it is. For me, it was like, people used to call me, this is funny because it now reminds me of your comment, call me a sluggo. I think it was my dad actually. He'd be like, oh, sluggo, sluggo. For like being, for being lazy. You have the rhino and a sluggo. Yeah. Okay. See, there you go. And yeah, it's interesting because I think that I probably started to, like you say, kind of live up to that. Well, he already expects me to just kind of be chilling out and relaxing. Well, and then the judgment and... that comes from that as well. Yeah. For like me, anyways. Yeah. Because me being messy and a mess always made me think that I was. Yeah, lazy and and mm. I haven't thought about that unworthy. Weird. I'm gonna start calling him a rhino. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. <laughs> I can't. I can't think of a specific example right now. That's good. But I feel like it. There has to be one. I mean, we mm. create so many constructs about Absolutely. and what we believe about ourselves. Come back to me. I'm gonna. I'm gonna ask you another question this. then. Is yeah, there anything go. that you have put on your children? Oh dear Lord, I hope not. <laughs> Can I say something about that? Maybe. Do, Haley. Oh, I'm sorry. This, this is deep thoughts over here yeah. today. Anna's gone off into weird closet territory, <laughs> skeletons. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> I'm not, I'm drinking ginger tea, everybody. I just yeah. feel like I need to just Ginger beer? <laughs> so my daughter. Yes. She cleans more than I clean. Like, and she's the organizer. Like she organizes her toys like in like perfect rows and everything. Like mm-hmm. even color coded like like your hubby. <laughs> <laughs> they would get it. I know, right? <laughs> and it's really interesting because I look at her and I'm like, man, I don't think I was ever like that. Like her, she's so organized. It's amazing. Like I wanted to go down into my my studio, my Malibu studio. Yeah. Like, please organize the beads <laughs> and color code them because I just don't have that in me. I wish that I did. My parents definitely do, and so does my sister. Like, whenever I go over there, it's freaking spotless. And kind of the reason why I don't invite them over to my home, because <laughs> because there's, like, I swear, like, putty all over the walls and, you know, corners that are, like, dented from my daughter hitting her toys up against things. And, yeah, she's organized, but she doesn't really think about the walls very much. <laughs> but isn't it sad, though, that we shut people out? Yeah. Because of what putty? Well, life, yeah, sure. memories, life, exactly. Life and or memories. because of That's a three-year-old. Sweet. I like that. Frankly. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, plus we're making a judgment about that person mm-hmm. when we do that. I no. feel uncomfortable when I'm in this like prim and proper sit on the couch. Like uh, I yeah. don't find that comfortable. Yeah. It doesn't feel like a home. Mm-hmm. So when you mm-hmm. did used to have shame around it, yeah, for your mother or sister-in-law, I think you said mother-in-law. What would you, if you can kind of like go back in time and ask yourself, like, what was the message that you would tell yourself about how much either better or different or more accepted or acceptable you would be if your house was pristine? Like, what is, what are we telling ourselves about who that person is? 
I think it comes down to the lazy thing. Like I should be doing uh, better. I should be able to keep the house clean. I should be able to. And I think it goes back to, you know, what, probably what my mom did when we were growing up. She worked full time. She sewed our clothes. We always had homemade dinner. She always had the house spotless. Like, why can't I do that? Mm. Why is it, why am I not capable of doing all of those things? And was she happy doing all of those things or seemingly? I think so. Mm. Yeah. But maybe it, you are capable. Maybe you're just making a choice that your priorities are elsewhere. Yeah, that's true. There's a lot of times that in, in my day, cause I work from home yes. and I live in eternal guilt about like, Anna, just go into the laundry room and get that pile of laundry yeah. and fold the laundry. Yeah. And my choice is it's either that, which is going to put me behind in my work day. Right. Or I focus on the big projects, the dreams, the planning, the events, the whatever it is that I'm working on with my clients. That's what I'm prioritizing. And I would say that other than my family, other than my children, that work brings me more joy than almost mm. anything else. It's a choice too. I need, I, like, I need to be doing that work. Yeah. I'm That's amazing. quite literally obsessed with it. Yeah. I love it. And again, it, it allows us to make the choice on what, based on what I, what makes me happy, mm-hmm. not on how others see what I'm doing or not doing, right? There's a fine line too, thinking about being so organized, but, or disorganized yep. and whatever works for you. Yeah. Like who cares if you have a pile of laundry on the couch or the bed, if you can find what you need when you need it, that's totally fine. If it's well, who messy, says that's not okay, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Cause yeah. I actually tend to know where most things are. It may look like disorganized chaos to someone else, but I know where my stuff is. I get to places on time. Like I know when I show up prepared or, you know, so I think to myself, well, that's actually good. Someone else who may have out from the outside, things may look fantastic may not have the other pieces in place. So I guess it's just deciding what's more important mm-hmm. to yeah. you. And take the judgment out of it too. What works yes. for you? Yeah, yeah it's almost sure. like it's lending itself to more of a sociological argument in a sense about, like I, I just immediately picture like the 1950s housewife and the yeah. expectations of women to be the center of the home, to run the home, to keep it pristine, that we're still kind of being we're riding that wave still. Yeah. It's still mm-hmm. part of the dialogue that women do have to have the house perfectly pristine during the day, but then also balance work and also be a mother and also, you know, blah, blah, blah. The list is long. Also keep herself in shape and beautiful. And I mean, we could just go on and on and on. I just wonder if this is like, is are we just stuck in this transition, I guess? I think so. Where I think so. we're just expected to be both and we yeah. haven't come mm-hmm. through the other side yet yeah. where the like the gender roles have been really defined or undefined, I guess is probably a better way to put it. Well, if you think back to to the fifties and sixties, I think of my grandma looking at pictures of my mom and kids of them growing up, they had so much less stuff. Mm. My grandma said the kids probably had for summer four or five dresses. And that would just be washed iron. That's what they grabbed. One outfit for good, four or five things. And then winter clothes. Same with my grandma. She maybe wear the same 10 things over. Mm-hmm. And when you look in the house, there was less knickknacks. There was fewer, th- there was just less stuff in general. And there wasn't, kids weren't in organized sports to the degree that like, there wasn't so much driving around chaos. It was just quieter, simpler, I don't know, simpler times. Yeah, I'm so glad you brought that up because I feel, I mean, maybe our listeners feel that way. Maybe you guys feel that way too. It just 
drowning in stuff. It's almost like you mm-hmm. can't keep up. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, we're just adding to it. Every decade, generation, yeah. we add to what we're supposed to be doing, mm-hmm. not simplifying. I'm not sure how to do that even. But Even when we do, though, like we have our spring cleaning time and we, you know, get rid of a bunch of stuff. And then next spring comes and it's like the same, you got to do it all over again just because you've accumulated even more mm-hmm. throughout the year. It's interesting. I always think that I live minimally. I really do feel that way. And then it'll come to spring and... You know, we want to do our spring cleaning, and it's just like, fuck, are you serious? Again. Again? Like, I thought we were, like, I thought we did better. And I get, I, I would get down on myself because I want to live more a minimalistic life mm-hmm. because I find clutter really distracting. Me too. Mm-hmm. But it's funny because, I mean, you go down into my studio or into my home, and you will find multiple places of clutter. But when somebody comes over, that's when I notice it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. And yeah. I, I see like where I didn't vacuum properly or I see where this like, oh sh- crap, there's this huge clutter of things on this desk right in front of people. They're going to notice that. Or I, or I notice that. <laughs> Not even like, oh, they're going to notice and then judge me. Mm-hmm. I'm judging myself because I didn't see it. Of course. Yeah. You know, because I'm. Or it's burnt white. Yeah. 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 It's like, well, I've been living in this. What? What? And this was okay. So what's that about? <laughs> you know? No, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's really interesting when I a, a client came over today actually and picked up a mala and my steps weren't vacuumed. I immediately apologized. I'm wearing my unapologetic freaking sweater. <laughs> and I'm looking at her I'm like, "Sorry for the mess or sorry that I didn't vacuum." You know? And what was her response? I didn't even notice. Exactly. Yeah. I didn't even notice. Do you notice other people's messes? Like if we flip the switch? No. I don't. I, would I say might I probably but notice, but I'm not judging because I'm the exact same way. I'm like kind of like, oh, cool, dude. <laughs> I'm more into them. I feel like I'm focused on them yeah. and what they're saying and like what we're doing rather than what's around us. If they're messy and I don't like them, that's probably not it. Guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's just more reasons not to like them. No, no. I'm kidding. <laughs> so can we circle back to Mel here for a minute. How do we start to embrace this? Because you have successfully done that. You made a transition in your life Mm -hmm. where you were at once ashamed and now are just living who you are and more freely who you are. In this aspect, yes, I am. In In other aspects, I am still a work in progress. But yeah, this as it pertains to the rhinoceros. Yeah, right. Yes. (laughs) I'm I'm less and less bothered as time goes by with this. Um, I was actually just babysitting my nieces for two days down in the States and my sister said, I told Michaela to take pictures of the house before you leave to see what the house looks like. And I was like, well, if you ask me to babysit, you are asking me and everything that comes with me because we're going to be making memories, let's just say. <laughs> like, I, we're going to have fun and it's just, it's part of me. You're not the rhino, you're the memory maker. See, I'm, I'm the memory maker. Yes. Thank you. Rhino gone. <laughs> yes. Rhino be gone. Yeah. No, but I mean, I I want to be able to show up and just be who I am. And sometimes that, sometimes it means that I'm a klutz and drop things and spill things and get rice all over them. <laughs> but my family is fed. And loved. And loved. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually... I'm to the point where I'm so sick and tired of the judgment that comes with it that mm. my husband's actually even the same way. He's like, babe, what's going on in here? I'm like, I'm making dinner. Like, 
happening dinner. What do you mean what's happening? Yeah. Like, same thing that's been happening for 10 years now. Like, I'll be making a salad and, they, like... Anyways, it's No, good. I need to know. Go like, into detail. I'll take a picture next time. <laughs> you Please do. We need to post it on our Facebook group. Like, I, I have... Speaking I've, of that, we should follow us on Facebook. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I... Yeah, she's so like, what is going on in here? I'm like, oh, I'm just making dinner. Like, and I don't even let the boys do dishes after dinner anymore because I have created this, like, wow, big-ass mess that <laughs> every night after dinner, do you want us to help do dishes? I'm like, meh. No, because oh. I've created this. I'll I'll clean it up. Like I'm I'm not bothered by it. This is right. just how I roll. Right. Mm. Okay. So that's interesting. Yeah. So it's about <laughs> like if if it's creating mess for somebody else that bothers you more than like I'll sit on my own mess and deal with it when, on my own time. Yeah. Yeah. But does it piss you off when, like, the boys leave their jacket just, like, lying on the stairs? No, or... I'm not bothered by that. I am. Maybe because they, I don't know. See, that's hard, too, because they come in and they, they're pretty tidy, actually. Yeah. Shoes mm. by the front door, but. Well, in comparison. But... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, right? Well, one of them, maybe not. <laughs> you know what's funny listening to you guys talk? My husband is very easygoing. And he works out of the house, like, Monday to Friday, whatever, 7 till 5. And I used to do that, but now I'm at home. Yes. And my business hours, um, some weeks maybe are 15 hours, some weeks are 50 hours, depending on what's consuming me at the moment or whatever project I'm taking on. Or whatever event. And yes, whatever you're working on. <laughs> and it's interesting in that when he's, I'm still feeling the need when he comes home from work to have dinner on the table. And do a quick tidy up before he comes home. And that's nothing that he has mentioned or put on me. But I do have that guilt, I guess is what it is, that he may, because you can't really see necessarily what I've accomplished. Unless I've said, yes, I've had X amount of clients today. I brought in this financial contribution today. Do you feel like you have to justify that? I feel it. And it's funny. It's not coming from him. It's coming from me. Yeah. So I agree. It's, it's I interesting. I am thank you right so much you. for yes. saying this. Yes, yeah, thank you. Right there with you, because I think if the house looks clean, I could I could stand on a rooftop and be like, "Look how accomplished I am today." Seriously. Meanwhile, I've just planned a massive event, mm-hmm. and nobody really knows all the detail pieces that we sure send contracts back exactly. and forth. And yeah, like I'm they not really a, don't. <laughs> like, my no. committee doesn't even really know what I'm up to most days. <laughs> But all the different pieces of that puzzle, and then there's nothing really to show for it till March. Mm-hmm. So it does actually just look like nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Unless. An event he doesn't actually even come to. It, it, it doesn't even show up. That's right. <laughs> like, there's no outward representation of the work during the day. I'm not, like, printing off the contracts and putting them in a right. Yeah. Or, you know, I mean, any number. I could go on with the number of, like... I don't want to call them menial tasks that go on behind the scene, but I too feel exactly like you do. If I have like bleached the countertops for some reason, I'm like, look at what I did today. Even if that only took me 15 minutes, mm-hmm. there's something just very something about but the you home. better damn sure notice that I bleached the kitchen. Do you know what? Counter. No, I am no? not like that at all. I feel like I don't need any recognition whatsoever. I really don't feel like I need to be rewarded. And yet my husband definitely needs to be thanked. So this is a, and this is not a, a, 
um, a knock on him. I mean, he's such a great help around the house, but I do think that what I'm talking to is like the system, the gender role system where even though we've never said it to one another and we have a fairly equal distribution of labor in the house and with the kids, I've never said you have to do this or he has, he says to me, you have to do this as a, as a woman. I think we just both are following through on the generational expectations of our parents and what they did. Yes. And his mom was definitely the center of the home. No question. Up until we lost her, she was really the one who kind of made all the meals and cleaned the house and took care of the things and did all the bills. And um, in my world, my mom was actually a working mother Uh um, for all of my life, but she also managed, I would say, 90% of the home as well because my dad worked out of town. So there was a lot of travel and he was gone and night shifts and, and I can recall not, no messaging, just role modeling of what I suppose the woman is a yes. quote unquote air quotes here expected to do. So even though my husband and I don't have this dialogue with one another, I think we both feel it. And I just assume if I clean the whole house, I don't look for anybody to say, well done, Anna. Mm-hmm. I just assume, I guess that was my job. Right. And that is not, that's nothing but what is, I don't even know. It's this built in system uh-huh. inside. Yeah. 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 I totally agree with you, Anna. Like I am cleaning the house. I feel like I am accomplishing something, but it's funny because I'll be working all day in my studio and I'll send Mark, my husband, text messages saying, oh, I just made 180 bucks, you know, and I I spent, I only spent three hours to get it or something like that. Oh, interesting. And yeah, and I'll message him, oh, I just talked to a client. Oh, I just, look at this social media post I made, you know what I mean? Things like that. So he sees that I'm actually working and that I wasn't able to get the dishes done. So when he gets home, I was like, well, you saw how busy I was. Yeah, I told you it was three hours. Yeah. <laughs> no, those three hours work. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. But I feel like that's not for him because mm-hmm. he doesn't need to see it because he's totally laid back. Like, he's just like, whatever you need to do, Haley. He's a wonderful husband. I'm so freaking lucky. But it's on me. It's You're trying me. to justify how you have spent mm-hmm. your day. Yeah. 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 And then I, you probably wouldn't do that if it was, if you spent eight hours doing housework. You wouldn't say to him, I didn't get any malas done today because I was doing the dishes. No, like I, you, I don't think you'd be talking about it the other way around. No, or if you went to an eight to five job. Yeah. Well, when I was in an eight to five job, oh my God, I'd come home and I'd just be miserable. The poor guy. <laughs> <laughs> I hate life. Blah, blah, blah. No, he, I, I think he sees how much happier that I am. He doesn't care if I don't, you know, vacuum. He doesn't even notice. He's just that type of guy. He's just like, I don't care. I just want to be with you. Mm. So why am I, why can't I be like that with myself? So how do we do that? I mean, circling back to like how to embrace the mess, (laughs) by and large, we all seem to be embracing messes. (laughs) I think that's the, uh, (laughs) we're a good group to talk to them. (laughs) That's the conclusion of our podcast today. But how do we get past the shame of it? Like, how do we move through that? What is the, what's the tangible advice here? I think it's just know that however you show up is, is great, is beautiful. Not everybody shows up the same and I don't expect my friends to show up the way I show up and I don't know. I just think we really need to somehow, however it looks to us, embrace who we are because that's what makes us unique. Yeah, unique. Mm -hmm. That's what's so cool about it though, right? Like we all each have 
our own things, our own quirks, our mm-hmm. own sticks or whatever. Yeah. And that's what makes even us coming together, the four of us coming together and sharing our own individual things, our own individual quirks, uh, so beautiful, right? Like we all have messiness. We all do like messy action, do messy mm-hmm. things, mm-hmm. have messy p- pieces of our lives. But it's so cool to be in a place right now where we can be authentic and realize mm-hmm. it's okay. But it took the awareness and the work of mm-hmm. self-discovery to really Completely. sit in that and be like, okay, why am I reacting this way? Why am I getting upset that I didn't vacuum and, and apologizing for it? Mm-hmm. Okay, it, is this in alignment with who I am and who I want to be? No, this isn't. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like I, I don't need to justify the amount of work that I've done you know what I mean? I don't have to justify that I didn't vacuum because I was super, super busy and I have to tell somebody that. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. and it's so cool to see we all come from completely different backgrounds and completely different childhoods and completely different everything. But at the core of it, we are all the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And have all the same feelings around. Totally. You know, I think it's a shame thing again. 100%. I had to think of those kind of things as would I be judging the going back to the would I be judging other people mm. for the same thing? And if I wouldn't, then just give myself a break. Yeah, because if I still love that person because yeah. of their messy house or because of their constant swearing or whatever we're looking at for being a mess or that they're disorganized or whatever it may be, if I still love them for who they are and appreciate them, then hopefully those people feel that way about me and mm-hmm. just or- kind of. Or even if there needs to be a shift or you want to make a shift, mm-hmm. a change, totally. right? That it, That's okay too. Having that awareness, be like, okay, you know what? That's really bothering me now. Like I, I do want, I do need to vacuum or I do want to vacuum because for some reason it's just going to help to clear some clutter out of the space. Well, and the space better, better, right? Yeah, yes. of course. Or to create. Of course. Yeah, just create more systems of organization. I mean, that's a great goal for everybody, I think, to work mm-hmm. through. Mm-hmm. Um, but in your own way and what system of organization works for you mm-hmm. exactly versus the standard it should look like this That's should, right. you know, we, we always say we hate the shoulds right mm-hmm. and I as I'm listening to you all what's coming to mind is I mean what I, I, I want once again something that I say far too often but what are you making this mean what are you Absolutely. making it mean of both sides what are you making it mean if your house is messy what are you making that mean internally in yourself what is the dialogue you're having with yourself about that what's coming up and then what are you making it mean if somebody else were to see it mm-hmm. and potentially judge you? Mm-hmm. What are you making that mean? Mm-hmm. Right? What are mm-hmm. you taking on about their interpretation or perception of who you are as a result of a messy house or not a messy house? Or I mean, that's a small example of yeah. where mess can exist. But yeah, what are we making it mean? But I want to throw a real quick story in. Can I, can I tell you a quick story? It's coming to mind right now. Um, And a little bit speaking to the transition of when it mattered and when it didn't and how we can kind of move through the shame of this and how we can better embrace living life, I would say, right? Because it's not Mm. always mess. That's making it mean something too. For sure. It's just living life and life as it is and what life really looks like. And before I had children, in fact, even before I was married, um, it was a lot easier to keep a clean house. It was a lot easier to not have toy clutter and kids clothes clutter and multiple meals. Like, I don't know if you guys do this, but I make separate food for my husband, for me and the kids because nobody eats the same thing. 
Nope. Anyway, wow. you know, that's, that's just, that is a ton of work. That's a whole other episode. I think they're about Anna training her family <laughs> <laughs> to just eat the same thing. Um, but before I was married, in fact, as I was getting married, I had an, a wedding upcoming and my husband and I lived in a different house at the time. Now we live in the home that we live and work in. At the time we lived in a three story townhouse and it was builders beige, top to bottom, beige walls, beige carpet, beige, everything, like everything was beige. And I just remember always thinking about it when we first moved in, cause we bought it brand new. It was just pristine. And I always wanted to keep it that way. And we didn't have children. So of course we could, and we both worked full time. So we'd get home and the house was still clean magically. Nobody <laughs> lived in it during the day. So it was always clean. And I had a whole pile of relatives and family coming over from England. My parents were immigrants from Liverpool. And I had, oh, probably 14 or 15 family members from England, many of whom still like iron their underwear before it goes into the drawer, yes. coming over for my wedding. And a wedding is a big deal anyway, and there's crisp white things and everything has like this kind of air of perfection around it. And when they were coming to visit, <clears throat> excuse me, I wanted them to enter my beige house and I imagine, think that no one has ever lived in it. I wanted them to see pristine house. So right before we went to get them from the airport, my sister and I were buzzing around like lunatics. We were definitely in the, your house look, needs to look perfect or it says something about you. Mm-hmm. Or I don't know what that was. I can't even imagine what that messaging was, what I was making it mean. But we had done everything spotlessly. Like, I mean, we were, we ironed the sheets, put them on the bed and then steam them once they were on the bed, just in case, like, God forbid, something had happened between the, The the, I don't even know, the ironing process and the, like, bedding process. We had ironed the towels, and I'm, I'm still a little bit of a lunatic about folded towels, I have to say. I have, like, this weird, it has to be three, like, tri folded, and if the corners don't line up, I will refold it. Drives me nuts. Same with fitted sheets. So I have like a, that's maybe my weird thing. That's my closet thing. <laughs> there you <Yeah>. go. <laughs> it's one of my closet things. Anyway, I had iron towels and we had set them up and we had in our bathroom display towels. So not towels that you like use, obviously, but just obviously. towels that you yeah. look at and they're pristine and they've never been used them. and they're crisp and they've been, right? <laughs> and they smell beautiful because they just come straight from the laundry and they will smell beautiful for 30 years because no one ever uses them and they just sit there as display towels. So as we're about to leave for the airport, we're doing one once over the house. Have we missed anything? Is there a speck of dust anywhere? Can we white glove the mantle like we were nutty? And... Everything looked pristine. I was so happy. I was thrilled. I'm like, oh, it looks perfect. It's exactly how I want it to look. And my husband, soon to be husband, he's very lucky I even married him after this move, said to me, okay, we'll leave for the airport in like 10 minutes. I'm just going to have a quick shower. I'm assuming that the shower was squeegeed. And, of course. Yes. And dry as Glass a bone. Like cleaner, if, yeah. As, nobody has lived in this house, remember, okay? Yes. We need it to look like no yeah. one has lived in it. And I'm literally my mind thinking... You have got to be kidding me right now. Like, did have you even Poor Mark. What just happened? He's like, I have to have a shower. I can't go like meet your family until I have a shower. Like, just I just need a five-minute shower. I was already livid. And then he got out of the shower, stepped on the like mat. the mat. Can you imagine wet footmarks now that I've like set the scene for you about the iron sh- Now towel. you gotta blow dry it. Blow dry, like the mat. <laughs> I actually I think I threw the mat like in the dryer to hide it. Did you? I was that aggressive. <laughs> And he said to me, which towel do you want me to use? Nope. I'm like, what? You need to use a towel? Like, are you kidding me right now? I said, absolutely not. These are all display towels you can drip dry. 
Wow. And in hindsight, he shouldn't have married me. And <laughs> and I he drip dry. No, he didn't drip dry. Then thankfully, he like you know is a man with a backbone, and he grabbed <laughs> my display top. <laughs> He off. did? Oh, of course. He was like, none of this nonsense. This is bonkers. So then I had to go to my <laughs> linen closet and get a new towel out. But my linen closet was all pristine too. Like there was oh. only the right amount on each shelf. Anyway, I I have improved since then. <laughs> I was going to say. I'm not going to. You have a husband. <laughs> oh, yeah. So here's, the, I don't, where's the advice in this? There's, where did I go? I, this was meant to be for our listeners, really. It's just made me sound like a nut job. Um, what has changed? What has changed is children. Mm. what has changed Mm -hmm. is my priorities uh what has changed is my inability to find the time to iron and steam sheets and I would rather (laughs) I would rather spend that time with my babies yes and with my family or if I'm just sitting on the couch enjoying a glass of wine with my husband I'm having that quality time with him and not telling him to drip dry and vice versa. He's not, you know, freaking out and feeling ashamed of like wet footprints on like a bath mat. So what has changed for me is my priorities have shifted, period. Really? I've just made it mean something else. And I think this ties back to what you said in the beginning, Mel, that you just want people to feel comfortable in your home. Mm-hmm. And I can guarantee you nobody felt comfortable in my weird beige home. Like they probably walked in and didn't know where to put stuff and was like worried about how... I would perceive them living in my home, which is the polar opposite of what I wanted to induce around my wedding. I wanted it to feel like a family. And it was, we had a beautiful wedding, but in that moment I was totally making it mean something else that I had to appear to be perfect. Yeah. That again could be a whole other podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Listening to you say that, I'm thinking to myself, I wouldn't want to be too perfect. I'd be worried someone would hate me because I'm too perfect. And I get judgment on that. Okay, that's so weird. Yeah. I mean, I so can really... There's a fine I line really between chidey and, and perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, I, I so could do the perfect kind of normal. Thing. I could live in the realm of perfect very well. Okay. I can't. Uh, I don't I mean. anymore, but I could. I'm comfortable there. <laughs> I was kind of like that when I lived on my own. And that's I had so my own apartment. Yeah, it was great. It's so true. It? My apartment by myself with four oh, kids. Still a freaking disaster. Honestly, really? okay. we had a two bedroom place, Andrew and I, when we were 25. We had a second bedroom. I mean, you couldn't even open the door. This makes me love you a little bit more today, Kathy. I'm going to say, like, like, there would probably be laundry, Christmas wrapping paper, and maybe a fully decorated tree. I just got shut. <laughs> I don't have that now. I have no space for that. But if I did, <laughs> I love this conversation. Me too. <laughs> well, it just makes us all feel human. Yeah. Human. Thank you for loving me for my mess. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought I'm a mess. Yeah. <laughs> Thank mess. you for embracing my glorious mess. Yeah, ladies. But next time, drip dry. <laughs> yeah, totally. I think yeah. that should be your command to us. Drip dry. Hey you. Drip dry. Drip dry. <laughs> Get over here. Yeah. Drip dry. Are <laughs> <laughs> you going into the bathroom? Drip dry. That's what I was thinking too. Like, yeah. 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 That could be something a little bit different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for listening, Connections, and thank you again to our sponsor, Nude Vodka Soda. If you are still with us and have hung in till the end of this cast, you are officially connected. Head on over to unapologeticconnections.com to read more about us and to put some names to faces. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us an honest review. Our agency stands for a lot of things, but most of all, real truth and real connections. 
So thank you for connecting with us. Until next week. Thanks, ladies. Thanks, Mel. Bye. Bye. Bye.